Coming up, today's guest is an entrepreneur, actor, you may have seen him on The Crown, and designer. He shares his simple process for building a one-pager to validate his app ideas. Also, you'll discover how he landed an Apple feature, what he did to maximize that feature, and lastly, how to slide into an influencer's DM or direct message. Stay tuned. The most action-packed content from the top mobile experts. This is the App Masters Podcast with Steve P. Young. Do you know how well your mobile ads are performing? Well, let Adjust unify all your marketing activities into one powerful platform and give you the insights that you need to scale your app business. Check them out at adjust.com slash app masters. Calculate your app's LTV and predict your mobile app's cash flow over the next year with Pollen VC's LTV calculator. Learn more by visiting ltvcalculator.pollen.vc. What is up, App Nation? It is Steve P. Young, founder of AppMasters.com, the place you go when you want action-packed content in the app business. And I talk to some amazing app entrepreneurs out there to really learn from them. And today, we're going to talk to an awesome designer and learn about something that I'm very passionate about, but I frankly suck at. And today, let me introduce the guest. He is Leo J. Barnett, so part of the middle initial crew. And I'm going to ask him why he has that J in there. But he is an app designer, app entrepreneur, and creator of a recently featured app called Real Shot. That's R-E-E-L Shot. And I'll link that into the show notes as well. And if you want to learn more about his awesome design skills, go check out leojbarnett.com. Come, Leo, welcome to the show. Wow, thank you, Steve. It's lovely to be here. Thank you so much for having me on. You're a legend. Um, yeah, brilliant. Also, yeah, thank you so much for specifying the R E E L S H O T and the J in the middle of the Leo Barnett as well. Means a lot. <laughs> What's the J for? I have to add P in there because there's a popular quarterback named Steve Young, but why do you have the J in there, Leo? <laughs> well, obviously, the ring is just rolls off the tongue wonderfully. Uh, what do you think it sounds for? Any guesses? Leo J- what, James. What? what about James? That's it. Bang on. There you go. Leo James Barnett. No, Leo J Barnett. Um, so I had like a a mild sort of stint in the world of film and TV um, where I was I was kind of being an extra for about two and a half years. Um, to fund my startup projects and find my way into the sort of app space. Um, so yeah, when I was, you know, you've got to do crazy little jobs and things to keep you going. Um, originally I was doing horrible things like gardening and fencing and just, you know, freelance work, try and pay the bills. But yeah, I fell into the world of, of, uh, sort of acting. Um, and once you start doing a few things, you start meeting people with their sort of stage names and they all seem quite sort of like glorified and over the top. And I wasn't kind of feeling like I wanted to be that kind of person. So I was thinking, like, Leo Barnett, what can I do with that? It's not that exciting. Leo Lion. Maybe I'll just go by Lion. Uh, but I thought, Jay, Leo J. Barnett sounds good. So sort of to, like, present myself in that world. Um, it sounded nice. And then, yeah, taking a mild step back from the 
the world of film and TV. You might catch me in The Crown, by the way. That's one of the things I got involved in. Um, but no, now now using that alias and um, in my passion for uh, yeah for for app design and development. I'm gonna look for you. I love The Crown. What episode? What season? <laughs> so I was um, one of the Queen's first footmen. Nice. Um, yeah. So I was in series one and two, um, being her her main guy for pouring her tea, opening doors for her. <laughs> Dude. Okay. Wait. Wait. In season one, right? Like that. Sorry. That... Seasons one and two. Yeah, okay. That's right. Season yeah. one and two. That's awesome, um, it, man. It was seeing how royalty lived. You know, you go to these like locations which are literally like palaces and so on, yeah. and stately homes where you you know like the, the decor is like literally like gold and marble and crystals and pearls just everywhere so yeah big eye opener into that world um also like i don't know if you've ever been on a film set or a tv set but yeah, man. like the teams behind these things are just insane enormous and on the crown specifically they're like the best in the world for like hair and makeup uh costume design uh, set design the attention to detail is something I, I admired so much when I was on these things like shout out to all the people that worked on that by the way um uh, yeah I I loved that and it really it made me really think about the importance of that team those large teams behind these amazing pieces of artwork which were eventually created so important a lot of people don't realize the amount of work goes into these things but yeah really special experience i think that's for like <laughs> any type of artwork i mean things that we do from an app perspective or just any business now leo i love the fact that you were able to you said hey look this is my passion i want to do my startup i'm willing to do anything that it takes how did you go about balancing time so doing these odd jobs being an extra which i know just from listening to other people talk the the actors of the world they're like hey this it's a lot of hard work so like how did you go about balancing your time and making sure you had enough motivation to continue with the startup and with yeah, your own business wow. That's a really good, I think, important question for the startup community. Um, yeah, it's really stressful. It's not easy to do at all because when you are choosing the life of doing like freelance or menial work so you can spend enough time doing your, your passions, you're not getting paid a lot. Um, and that means you have to kind of work more at it in a weird way, which sometimes means less sort of time. The beauty of it is that because it is can be quite menial is you've got a lot of thinking <laughs> time in your head. You know, if you're painting a house, like hundreds of walls, the same color, you got all these ideas floating around everywhere. And it's amazing. You can just write them down and like sort of progress in it. Um, but no, there's been occasions where I've been when, when eventually I started getting a little bit of a name for myself in the film TV world uh, where I was taking my laptop and I was in like a trailer or like backstage and like working on design so i remember specifically on the pokemon film i doubled <laughs> dj diplo nice. and i was the the, uh, the dj for the underground pokemon battles like weirdest thing i've ever done but yeah i was in this little tent just sort of like designing apps and things like waiting to be called on set so you gotta you gotta be in both like worlds all the time really so like even if i was uh, focusing on like app work or like with clients you know i'd have to be having texts coming in to like get me to do um jobs inside you just gotta you just gotta be on top of it and yeah it's long hours you know you could be up at um 4 a.m sometimes not getting home till about 9 p.m um yeah you've, you've just gotta you just gotta constantly have it in your head um 
with with the freelance work as well you don't you don't really have the opportunity to choose your your hours so mm -hmm. that well from my experiences anyway that's what you got to do um yeah balancing time just just always have it on your mind i guess yeah. i like that yeah. man hey let's talk about this so you're not a, are you strictly designer do you develop apps too i'm not yeah i'm strictly designer okay. so i guess ux ui but self-taught um have always had you know um brilliant reviews on my work and everything like clients have always loved working with me and yeah usability has always been amazing so yeah, it might have come quite naturally to me i haven't i'm not you know i'm not as much of a magician as the developers are they're the real heroes in this game but yeah i focused on on design <laughs> well let's talk about this so like when you're thinking about real shot maybe using that as an example how do you like to find inspiration for new app ideas um so real shot specifically came around when i was I was just getting into building up my design portfolio. Um, and to do that, if you are a new designer, you, and you, you know, you don't have anything designed unless you've got ideas and then you can, you know, kind of design one thing. And then if someone says they're interested in an idea, you can say, Hey, that sounds good. I've designed this one thing, which I came up with. I'll be happy to sort of just crack on with that just sort of like find your find your feet saying yes to almost anything from the start i guess um and even if it is like a something that's a completely new world to you just say yes to it um so like when you're you, you know finding inspiration it can come from from anything and anywhere it's not really something you you sort of get like that it is from it's from having experiences with people and being in different places and that's really how you can kind of you know find inspiration i guess but um always writing down your ideas whenever you have them immediately yeah get them on paper um whether that be in the middle of the night whether you're on a bus whether you're on a tube journey write it down like doesn't matter who looks at it either just like make sure you get that down um because you know a, an incredible idea can pass into your head and fly out in, in seconds and that could be like a world-changing idea um and yeah like you said they can come as quickly as they can go so write it down and what i found is recapping on those ideas um is always something you should do um experiences can pass you by and you know when you look back at your ideas which you once had in the past it can add like a whole new light on those ideas and, and that's where it really starts to blossom into something i always find the real sort of um you know epiphanies they happen they can't, they'll come into your head but the real magic is them slowly developing um so yeah you can have a small idea but yeah it takes time for it to develop into something really special but yeah write them down whenever i'm curious to see because you're a designer like how do you go about when you have this new new idea how do you go about validating that idea <laughs> since you can That's literally like just be like here i'm gonna sketch this out and kind of present Absolutely, it to people yeah um, biggest mistake I've made in my first startup company, which is a direct fan music platform called First Roots Media. Amazing idea, actually, to be fair. Um, it was a platform to support independent musicians um, by letting them set up really simple websites um, to upload their music, and fans would either pay or share to download the music. Um, when fans shared via Twitter or Facebook, uh, we geo-tracked who and where it had been shared to 
uh, artists could see how influential certain fans were creating new listens for them and fans themselves could see um how many new listens they were creating for these artists as well so pretty simple wow, pretty cool concept yeah. but you know I, I barely spoke to any artists about this at all <laughs> they always thought yeah, yeah cool idea and in my head i was like well, this is great because i'm a music fan and that's kind of like how i'd like to download music um but yeah didn't speak to enough real artists about what they really needed and i guess that's kind of part of the reason why it sort of failed or got abandoned but validating now i find as is more easy than ever. There's so many avenues for speaking to your target audience. Um, so yeah, I use a, a fairly specific sort of strategy, which is creating a one pager, mobile first, friendly one pager, um, with your idea. And you you outline your idea. You say little intro to what it's all about. Say what it is. Um, uh, you say uh, who it's for, and uh, how does it work. So they're the four fundamental things. Intro, what it is, how does it work, and what can it be used for? Mm. So list this out on like a single page so people like have to have no excuses not to look at it. So what I find today is it's so hard to find five minutes of someone's time. Um, so we have to make it easy for people to validate things. Um, and going on just things like Twitter and Instagram, sending your one pager out to them you can create a one pager very simply using a service such as wix um where they have you know drag and drop design so if you're an absolute newbie you know you can go to something like wix and do a one pager um with a few screens of you drawing even like napkin sketches of your idea um with those four questions and and yeah get it out to people um and then ask the three fundamental questions what do you love about this um is there anything you hate about this and um, what would you like to see next? Um, I find the love and hate things draws that sort of emotion up in people when they're looking at your ideas and they they feel more invested to really give like a, a true response. Um, but yeah, the other thing is with, you know, targeting like maybe influencers or something on, on uh, Instagram, you find the right person that's a perfect target and they, they give you a response. Um, always ask them like is there anyone else that you feel would like to you know uh, look at this idea as well so every person you speak to is always a you know a world of doors open to so many other people everyone's got connections and we don't know who they are but you know if they're feeling like they're lovely people then they'll always be happy to share but the one thing when that happens when you are validating idea in this strategy is get them to pass it on to someone else or get them to recommend you a name yeah. and then approach that person and then um when approaching that new person say oh hey jess um sarah's just recommended me speaking to you because you know uh you're also there and might be interested in this new project we'd love to hear your thoughts having that social validation um can almost dramatically increase the, the response rate you're going to get um and from that as well, it can just act like a snowball effect into like their sort of network or community from those core people that start responding. Um, but yeah, it can be quite sort of tedious from the start, like sort of cold calling a lot of people on, on Instagram. But the, the real key is just always keep it personalized um, to them and say why they would be great to um, give feedback on your idea. Um, yeah, that's kind of like my, my validation and strategy. And obviously, you know, compile all that data into a lovely Excel spreadsheet and, and yeah, move on. Um, okay. But yeah, obviously look, look for the positives. Make sure you're doing something that is, um, is a goer. <laughs> Make sure it's something that hasn't been done before, of course. Always research like whether 
your name's taken if there's something else out there on the market if there is something else out there on the market look at what they're not doing immediately and look at what you can hone in on to make your products even better i like it yeah the, validation <laughs> now i'll kind of point to your i mean you kind of live by it because i'm looking at your real shot app.com if you guys want to go there so real shot app.com and you can see look you put the new feature that you're featured it's like what does it do kind of like a little quick little headline and what is it for and i think the what is it for is really key because people don't really understand and it's like you want to inspire them and then if you give a little bit they'll say oh i can also use this for x y and z where i feel like a lot of people say if i write what is it for they're going to pigeonhole me and i think it's the opposite effect if you tell them inspire them for a little bit of use cases they're going to be inspired to figure out oh i can also use this for x y and z absolutely yeah no you're, you're bang on um and that's another thing you know you have to ask the sort of questions like what would what would trigger you to use something like this um and also one thing that's also important in these these overviews um but if anyone's listening and wants to see an example of an overview get in touch um but imagery like people really resonate with imagery like don't forget the value of just a few images of even if it's kind of like not your app in use <laughs> you know some kind of like character or object or something that they're going to like remember as like a little trigger point to yeah inspire them to to think of what they could potentially use it for how did you decide on your imagery i see a guy with i think what looks like a flower on his head in what looks like also a wrestling ring where'd you find this <laughs> picture so that's actually my friend um sol who is a um uh, a member of a group called the providers and their job is to go to festivals and make sure people are having the best time ever. <laughs> so with Real Shot and, you know, the brand that I wanted to create with it um, was very much about that, like really just inspiring good times and happiness and and creativity and just sort of like bright behavior. And Soul is, yes, you're right. He's kind of in, a, it's, a, it's a dance pit. So it's where people have dance-offs. Um, <laughs> and so they play lots of funky music and the providers sort of like invite people up to have dance off dance offs against each other and then yeah. yeah but you know so for real shot you know the gist is it lets you very simple at this stage it's just the mvp but it's done spectacularly well and i'm super proud of it yeah it lets you switch between time lapse normal and slow motion whilst recording um and then so you can create one video and it just simply chops up all those little chosen speeds and stitches it together into one video and lets it play out as you know one single thing but the imagery with soul in that case you know it's not like the ultimate use case for it but it is a um like a vibe that we want to provide like like what they do you know so that's what i find apple quite good with when you see an apple advert it's lots of just imagery of beautiful art and scenes and dancing and so on it's not like the technology behind the macbook that you're using it's creating like an image of a brand but obviously the other screenshots that we've used in the app store are a bit more sort of productive like someone you know um doing something to some clogs so the idea we wanted to like let well, eventually we're going to get to the point where we're encouraging people to use the app to um showcase sort of how-to videos or diy things and how people create things that kind of thing yeah. and yeah so yeah try and find a mix of sort of uh <laughs> of brand imagery and typical use cases i think yeah i love it hey leo i want to talk about how the apple feature 
happen and what you think led to that. But before I do, and what you're kind of doing, because it's been about three months in, and since the Apple feature, I got a question from a listener said, what do I do next? So I want to hear your thoughts on that. But before I do, I want to thank my sponsor, adjust.com. Look, if you really want to maximize your app marketing dollars and kind of figure out where's the traffic coming from, who from that source is converting so that you can really focus on that traffic channel. Like for Leo, maybe just getting that feature and this cohort of users are phenomenally monetizing. Well, Use adjust.com. They're going to give you the attribution, the analytics that you need to maximize your mobile marketing efforts. So check them out by just going to adjust.com slash app masters. That once again is adjust.com slash app masters. All right, Leo. So any insights that you can give the listeners on how to get an Apple feature and then what to do next right after that? <laughs> um, uh, I mean, getting an apple feature isn't something that happens so easily um so i've heard about people you know taking um apple reviewers and editors out for dinner and it's still not happening i don't even know that was a possible thing you know um i think the number one thing is create something that's beautiful simple unique and fun okay so that's that's what I did. But um other things I think might have led up to it. <laughs> so the app was actually it was designed I'm gonna cut this story very uh, long story very short, but like uh, the app was actually designed and ready to go on the market probably about a year and a half ago. Um but I was working with a developer who went rogue and actually ended up holding my source code to ransom and we're about eighty-five percent of the way finished. This is a reality, so I think it's quite important to actually share. Things like this do happen, sadly. Um, yeah, this guy, I, I put my savings into this app <laughs> and um, had, because I really believed in it. Um, and yeah, this guy sort of built it, um, got about 85% of the way there, and then just went off the radar. <laughs> um, and led to quite a stressful period of trying to find out what happened, how to get my source code, and eventually, you know, it was, it was how to ransom. And I moved on. When I moved on, it made me really think about the products and how it could be made better, more simple, um, and more beautiful. And that's what I did. I went back to the drawing board and eventually created this thing that was really, really refined. And I think, in a way, I don't think we would have got this feature if it was um, launched in that first case. It gave me like, so much thinking time. So really do think about the app that you're about to put in. I really think is it you know as simple and as good as it possibly can be. At the same time, do you get it out there? But um, but yeah, we we launched something that was very simple, very innovative, unique, and yeah, did tested it through the roof. Actually, tested everything inside out using an amazing uh, testing company that I work with that I work with hopefully for many many years to come. But they tested every single possibility of there being a fault, and you know like. Like the last thing you ever want when putting anything to the app store is a, a faulty app that's going to get tons of crashes. It needs to be absolutely bulletproof. And uh, yeah, real shot is bulletproof for what it does. I mean, it is simple, but you, you know, when we were first testing it out, my God, it was crashing all the time. But now, um, yeah, absolutely like minimal. Who's the um, testing, company? testing company? Um, they are called Soft Industry, but it's a, a lovely chap called Alexander. Okay. who I use. Um, they might be going for a rebrand at the moment, but Alexander is my main guy. Um, yeah, happy to recommend them to absolutely anyone. Um, based in, in Ukraine. 
Um, but yeah, really, really brilliant, very efficient and just do such a good job. Um, so, uh, so yeah, as well as that, I mean, like what else could lead up to it? I think, well, this is a video app. You have to look at timing for these things. And I think sometimes the app gods just look at you and they say, yes, this is your moment to shine and we're going to give you a feature. But, um, during the review phase and, you know, when you're sending, uh, test flights and your app to be reviewed, just being really polite and writing like notes in the app store to um, the testers and being sort of grateful for their time. I don't know if that was sort of highlight you as being like a, you know, a, a personable person. I was always very sort of personable in my, um, my messages to Apple. Um, yeah. And I think, what do you do that? Like when you're submitting for waiting for review, you can put notes in there. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, so, well, it'd be like a, what's new in this update. And uh-huh. then you'd, you'd write, this is new. That's new. Da, da, da. Hope you're having a great day. Um, <laughs> have a lovely lunch, whatever, you know? um, but yeah, you know, other than just sort of like whacking your, your next update in and expecting them to find it just, you know, list things out really nicely. And I think little things like that can happen, you know, you never know. There might be one of these reviewers might've gone for lunch with one of the editing team and be like, Oh, Hey, saw this cool app called real shot. This really nice guy called Leo J Barnett. And, um, you know, one thing led to another, but I don't know how it works. Have you got any idea how it, how it works, how they, they get the features? I mean, I know of some sneaky ways, right? Like cold emailing an app store manager, filling out that form, appstore.com slash promote. We've gotten 29 different clients featured. Right. And so there are ways to get around it that we've shared in the past, yeah. but I'm just always curious to see, because every story is different, right, Leo? So like, yeah, I'm curious absolutely. to see what how it happened. So let's talk about what happens afterwards. Like you were talking before we hit record, you got some amazing impressions, some amazing results with the download side of things. Like what what happened afterward and how do you think about, well, you know, like, what do I do next? Um, yeah. So I was like, what do I do now? So when I got the feature, it was, it was my mom's birthday. <laughs> so yeah, happy birthday to my mom that day. It was a cool little, you know, uh, surprise of the day. Um, and I was like, have, you have to be proactive on this. Like surely like someone can tell me what to do, like, because impressions are going up and, it's like this wave is just there and you're on it and you're like, okay, hey, you have to make the most out of it. So I um, I immediately started speaking to my network. My senior network of people in the app game was like, okay, guys, like, um, sorry to disturb you. Please just have five minutes of your time. Like, um, my app's just been featured in the app store. Impressions are, you know, they're like a million now. Is there any any advice you could just really, really quickly give me? And, you know, looking for people on LinkedIn and things like that and companies. And, and Ryan from Gummy Cube, who was amazing. Uh, big shout out to Ryan. Um, who was just advising things like make sure you just create some marketing materials immediately. So being a designer, luckily, I could do this super quick. So I created a little um, Instagram-friendly post, which was like, apps we love, uh, featured by Apple. Very, very simple. And then put that on Instagram, put it on Facebook, put like um, like $20 behind it, and then just like promote it out like that. That was like a day or so after I'd known that I'd been featured. Then immediately uh, went into the app store and organized a summer sale. So it was straight away like reduce a cost by half and was just like let's just drive users in let them know that first of all you know we're an app that apple love um we've been featured and that now there's this opportunity right here to come um yeah try the app out for a discount price um and i think the early stages of you know uh, launching an app or anything is 
is grow your users, grow, 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 grow as much as you can. Um, so yeah, that was my, my, my general strategy. And I think it was sort of the perfect approach. Um, a lot of people started signing up and getting involved. Um, so yeah, just create your marketing materials like ASAP and then, um, yeah, do a sale. Um, but as well as that, just keep monitoring where it's being featured as well, obviously. So I noticed it was, um, in China, so started doing some targeted marketing towards China, especially in uh, Guangdong region. Um, so have now actually fully localized the app to simplified uh, Mandarin. Nice. Um, so yeah, want to make those sort of users super happy and and included in it. With, you know, so yeah, it's just about looking at <laughs> exactly where it's going. But yeah, my advice would be to like crack on with your marketing materials immediately. Put it on Instagram, Facebook. Put a little bit of money behind it and and do a sale. <laughs> I want to make sure I want to ask you this too when you're talking about influencers and like getting people's feedback on like the one page that you create kind of going back to the, what you talked about and like how do you slide into somebody's DM and to my wife out there I'm not doing this for any sneaky reason I'm just wondering how to connect with influencers so how did you slide into some people's DM and say like hey I need your feedback on an app that I'm creating <laughs> um, well I mean, it's, it's, it's as easy as it is, really. I mean, you just simply go in there. <laughs> hey, it's me from the crown. I need your feedback on something. That's how I would do it. <laughs> Here's a little picture of me. Yeah, get that social proof out there. Uh, comment on their, you know, their vacation to Mexico from 2013. Say that looked like a good trip. Uh, no, don't go that far back into their feed of, of posts. But, you know, do have a little look at some of their images and think like, oh, hey, look like a nice time in Tahiti or whatever. Um, but no, I think the most important thing when you're sliding into DMs is keep it very brief. Like, keep it super simple to the point. Like, hey, I'll be like, hey, Steve, like, um, I love the look of that new, um, like, uh, scooter you just bought, like, last week. Um, you look like you'd be perfect for, um, checking out my scooter app. (laughs) Um, please, like, if you could just, like, take a look at this, uh, one page below, uh, it would mean the world to me to, to hear your thoughts. Peace out. And then do some emoticons. Um, so yeah, like, no more than probably, like, three sentences. Um, obviously address them by their name um and 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 go for it like uh do something personal and then to the point here's my one pager but now what everyone should be doing is uh videos video messages to people Mm. um you know especially if you're targeting that younger audience or well influencers in particular um that's how they communicate a lot of the time it's all like video it's all snappy like people haven't got the time to be reading anymore they just want to like see you and your personality and your passion you know there's only so much passion you can get across to someone about using emoticons and like a couple of like killer sentences or whatever but um no we have this opportunity you can fire a video message to um to people to get their thoughts um so i found that to be fairly effective at the moment but it's something so next week i'm actually going to go really really heavy on that and uh, and test out and as well as um encourage them to get back with possibly like a video message letting them know that you know the content's not going to go anywhere uh, unless they want it to but um but also yeah voice notes as well uh, um <laughs> encourage them to get back with video notes or voice notes whatever's easiest for them you know make their life easy uh but yeah sliding into the dms keep it personal 
uh, whack some emoticons in there and do a video if you're feeling feeling sassy. Do you ever think that we would talk about sliding into the DMs on a business podcast? You know what I mean? Yeah, man. <laughs> I love it, man. That's a great idea. I love the video idea. I love that. All right, Leo, anything else I miss that you want to make sure we talk about? Um, uh, not really. I just hope this has been useful uh, for people. Um, yeah, in regards to validating, you know, I'm, I'm fairly new to the game um, and but I've got, you know, a brilliant reputation and a lot of beautiful, incredible projects on the horizon, which I'm so excited to see how they turn out. But I just want to, you know, be a little uh, voice to the people out there that are just kind of on their first sort of app journeys. Um, just keep things simple. Um, keep powering on. Validate your ideas. Um, yeah, make sure it happens and enjoy the journey. It's an amazing, it's an amazing game to be in. There's so much you can do on that little that little black screen, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So That's true. It. Well, before we hit the big finish, I do want to thank my last sponsor, Portland.vc. Look, if you guys are Leo, like Leo, you got that feature, you did a huge sale and you got all this money that's just sitting there, but you want to reinvest that money into maybe ads in China. And because you localize, well, pollen.vc is going to give you early access because you know how the app stores, you got to wait 45 days or maybe 60 days just to get that revenue to reinvest. Well, they're going to give you that money really, really fast, like almost immediately. And then you can use that to reinvest. So it's sort of like borrowing some money. You're going to have to pay a little bit of interest on the amount that you borrow, but they're going to give you that quick access so that you can continue growing and really leverage that Apple feature and really leverage any type of marketing campaigns that's working for you. So if you're interested in checking them out, learn more, go to pollen.vc, pollen.vc. Leo, this has been absolutely amazing, but let's go to the big finish. Besides Real Shot, give us one other app we should definitely check out. Oh, my favorite app is Shaper. You know Shaper? I don't know Shaper. Shaper is an absolute game changer. I argue it's changed my life. Um, it's a networking app um, for, uh, I guess, entrepreneurs and professionals. Um, you simply, it's, you know, it's got the whole like swipe left, swipe right thing going on. Like you, you list uh, a profile about yourself, what you're looking for, uh, where you're based. And yeah, you just start getting, talking to people that are interested in speaking to you and your interests. So you, I've met some amazing friends from it. Um, I've collaborated on incredible projects with people and picked up clients. It's great. Um, yeah, really, really simple. But, you know, if anyone's like looking to like find that developer, designer, next like co-founder, or, you know, just get chatting about something that they're passionate about. Shaper is definitely the app for you. That's a great, <laughs> that's a great app. Give us a lesson that took you the longest to learn. The lesson that took me the longest to learn. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say, um, I mean, like not personalizing things, you know, when, when you're looking for, for like validation or, or help. Or something you you know you gotta you gotta personalize things um i'm trying to think like so when, when i was first like um trying to market my my music platform i mean it was a bit late in the game can i just say like the platform didn't fully not because of 
because of me, the, the music industry completely changed. <laughs> everyone stopped downloading music, and that's what our model was focused on. Everyone started streaming. Mm. So I was like, oh, God, I spent quite a lot of money and time on this, and uh, <laughs> things are changing. <laughs> um, but anyway, when I was like, marketing that, I yeah, it was, a bit, it was just cold sort of emailing um, music blogs and, and things like that. Just It should have been much more personalized to the users, I think. Um, so, yeah, I think that you really got to know when you're cutting corners. Don't cut corners because that won't get you anywhere. you got to spend time to really get places. Um, so, yeah, spend time making things personal to people and then they'll resonate with it. And, and, um, and yeah, I guess you'll get better, better responses. But um, what was the question again, Steve? So that was it. Campaign? I mean, it's a well lesson learned because now you know how to slide in people's DMs and get their feedbacks as well. <laughs> Leo, the, to the listeners, the app is called Real Shot. Again, R-E-E-L, realshotapp.com if you want to learn more there or go look, just download in the app stores. And if you want to work with Leo and work with his awesome design skills, it is leojbarnett.co, leojbarnett.co. Leo, if the listeners want to connect with you in any other way, do you want to send them, send them anywhere else? Uh, slide into my DMs on Instagram, of course. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, Leo J. Barnett. Uh, but no, I'd love it if you contact me through LinkedIn. Uh, I think I'm just Leo Barnett there. But no, within my website, leojbarnett.co, uh, there's a contact form there. Um, and I'd love to hear from you. Give any advice, support, ideas, however I can. Um, yeah, that's that's it, leojbarnett.co. Uh, but yeah, I would love to hear all your thoughts on, on the app and its early stages as well at Real Shop. Awesome, man. Well, thank you so much for coming on. And awesome anytime, <laughs> that was messed up. I usually pause. You're like, is he pausing here? But anyways, thanks for coming on, brother. And then thank you guys for listening. And I'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to the App Masters podcast. For show notes and amazing app marketing content, check out appmasters.co.